but let's not be the let it be the last week okay all right let's um let's in pr- let's push in let's press in so that we uh, s- we see these um you know every sunday on a regular basis so ministry gifts this All right, then the, um, thank you, motivational gifts, say again, the the gifts, giving, okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hearing multiple things at one time, mercy, I heard something else too, administration, Encouragement. Oh, can't read my writing. <laughs> now, we're, we're going to talk about tongues and interpretation today. All right, I write in <laughs> tongues. You get to interpret. <laughs> Encouragement. Prophecy. One, two, three, four, five, a couple more. Service. I think I heard it actually earlier. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Man, if good enough. I, 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 if you're around me very much, you'll know spelling is not my forte. I was not I was not a good speller before I got into because I, like in college, I did Spanish and Greek, and they all kind of combined. And after that, I couldn't spell at all. It was just like, eh, well, God knows what it means. <laughs> I'm very grateful for um, spell check on computers. Okay, manifestations. Okay. Healing. Okay. Wisdom. Knowledge. Discernment. Interp. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Should be one more. We've got discerning, so we let's see here. Miracles. 
circles. All right. And which ones go, which, what, what are the three groups here? Okay. Okay, we've got interp, prophecy, tongues. So that's your vocal. Okay. Okay, wisdom, knowledge, and discernment are your, what kind of gifts? Knowledge gifts? Revelation? And then, so you've got three more. Spiritual gifts? They're, they're very spiritual gifts. Good job. Yeah. Power gifts? And that that's just extra if you that's that's extra credit. <laughs> really honestly, you know, I think they it's it's fun to look at how they can be grouped, but you know, Paul doesn't exactly group them exact so if you want to do that great, you know, it's not um uh it's not scripture. The the gifts are how you group them, I don't think is exactly um in fact, uh just a couple of, of, of notes even as we're working through a couple of uh, some of these today. Um, prophecy, we've, we talked about prophecy and how it is not necessarily revelation. Uh, there is a, a, an idea, you know, that God is giving something, but it's not necessarily um, revelatory. In other words, it may not, it may not be, can be, but may not be uh, wisdom or knowledge or discerning of spirits. But, um, a lot of people just say, hey, I was given a prophetic word, right? Which could be all of those, right? And I'm totally fine with that, okay? So it's like there's, there's a, it's grouped together, and there's not, exa- not a lot of, um, a lot of times it's just this lump, okay? And it's not broken out. And that's fine because I think that Paul does the same thing. And we're going to see that today, even, as we talk about tongues and interpretation of tongues. Um, and I just filled up my board. Hmm, let me do this. So, tongues and, tongues and interpretation, um, it, it actually gets lumped together uh with because there are there are tongues and uh, there's the um the manifestation okay tongues and and interpretation right there's also what they will what the new testament calls tongues right which is more of your um prayer language Okay? Language. I'm supposed to say language. Okay? But it's just all called tongues. And it's a lot of times it's very difficult to see um, what is broken out there. 
and and I will admit that, and it's it's difficult for me to even look at that. And um, in fact, I, I was looking at some commentaries on First Corinthians fourteen um, this past week, and uh, one of the commentators was was looked at these verses, several of the verses, and he said, "This is the most." difficult thing in Paul in the whole Pauline corpus to try to interpret so if commentators are saying that uh, I guess we're okay if we say this is this is tough stuff and you know what I, I Peter said that Paul is difficult and if Peter says that Paul's difficult I'm okay saying that Paul's difficult all right I'm in good company if uh, you know the high king Peter uh, Peter the Apostle um, said, you know, Paul writes in tough in a tough way. So I'm going to try to break this down a little bit today, and um, at the same time say, you know, I think that God is so much bigger, and we don't we don't want to I don't want to put God in a box at all and say this is how He has to operate. And I think we um, uh, are much better off saying, okay, Lord come and be yourself and I'm open to whatever you want to do than for us to say um, Lord come and this is how you have to do things let me let me give uh, a couple of examples there um, as we're uh, talking about tongues and interpretation of tongues um, I have heard of people that um, have been able to walk in to a whole new culture and just start speaking the language. Have never been trained in it. In fact, I heard of one person, uh, they, were, they were sitting in an interview and were discussing something with the interviewer. And uh, they said, well, um, how did you come to learn this language? And they said, oh, is that the language I was speaking? <laughs> I mean, he just, the Lord just, boom, and, and happened regularly with this person. He'd just be able to, to walk into a different culture and speak the language. Can God do that? Sure. Does he do it a lot? I have not very much. But maybe he would if we, if we realized he could or that he did. Right? Uh, there's a... Um, uh, historians say that, um, that back at the turn of the 20th century, early 1900s, uh, is when the, if you will, Pentecostal or charismatic movement with Azusa Street actually started in Topeka, Kansas, uh, early 1900s, and there was a lady there who, um, when the Holy Spirit began to fall, um, she just, under the uh, anointing of the Spirit, went and began to play the piano. Never had any lessons, and just was able to go down and sit down and, and play wonderfully. Can, can God do that? Sure. But what I want us to do is let's not, let's not put God in a box and say, okay, this is how he has to work. Okay, because he's a lot bigger and he can do a lot more than I think a lot of times we uh, give him credit for, if you will. Um, for example, remember um, Philip, God translated Philip, right? He, he's baptizing the eunuch and all of a sudden he comes up out of the water and God um, pops him up and plops him down somewhere else. You know, I was just reading this, this last week. Remember, the same thing happens in the book of John where Jesus comes walking out on the water. They are, um, they're all in the boat. They see Jesus coming out on the water. Um, they realize it's Jesus, finally. 
And he gets in the boat, and, and immediately the boat, immediately the boat is on the other shore. He picks up an entire boat and takes it to the other side. That's pretty cool. Okay? Do we, do we hear about that today? Not so much. Uh, I've heard, I've, I have heard some different um, people that have, have experienced something very similar to that. Um, so, but we need to be thinking more and expanding and saying, okay, look, God has done a bunch of different things. Let's, let's give him more latitude to, to do some of those. And let's, let's raise our level of belief and anticipation that he will. Now, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going somewhere with this. A lot of times, people's theology, just like wh what I was just talking about, we need to expand so that we can believe for God to do more. A lot of people's theology uh, will not let them um, come to the tongues and interpretation or their have it to have a personal prayer language. And I would, I would say I, I wish they would, but I'm also not, not going to come and say, look, y you are um, just because their theology would not let them go there, I don't, it doesn't mean that they were any less of a Christian, okay? For example, um, you know, I'm not sure Billy Graham ever spoke in tongues. But you know what? He obviously, obviously knew the Lord and operated in the gifts and filled by the Spirit. You know, Mother Teresa obviously knew and filled, you know, by the Spirit to do other things. Did, did, they, did they ever... Um, experience some of these other gifts? Some of them probably not. But you know what? That's okay. I'm, and I'm, o I'm okay with that. Now, do I want us all to experience all the gifts and all the manifestations? Yes. I want us to have a heart to say, okay, Lord, whatever it is you want to do, come and do it. We don't, we don't want to limit you in any way. We don't want our theology to limit you in any way. Uh, and and it, it does. Our faith level does, and our theology oftentimes does. But let's try to break those those bonds off. Let's try to try to break that box out. Now, I will give a, just a slight word of warning. I um, let me, me kind of do it in, in the form of a story. I I remember I was um, uh, in college, and we had a lady come in. Uh, she happened to they were going through a, re a renewal revival. Um, I believe she was from Kansas, and she was came there, came and spoke in a, a smaller crowd for for our school. And she was describing um, how some people, whenever the Holy Spirit moves, it seems like they just get a touch. You know, it's like if, if, the, if the Spirit's moving, they're the ones who they're they're the ones who are dancing, or they're the ones who are you know, crying, or they're the ones who are on the ground, or they're the ones who who they just they just get whatever it is. And she said, that, you know, there's some people who um, they, they don't get any less of the Spirit, but they don't seem to react as much. And she said, and that's just fine because those people provide a covering for the other people to just kind of float. <laughs> and I went, okay, that explains me <laughs> because I've been in a lot of meetings where I know the Holy Spirit's moving and other people are going, bah, 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 and bouncing off the walls and I'm sitting there going, I don't get anything, Lord. What, you know, what, what about me? And it's, no, 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 no. You're, you're there to provide the covering so that everybody else can bounce safely. 
okay? So, so let me just say there is a covering, all right? And so we can say, we can let God out of the box, let the Holy Spirit out of the box safely because there's a covering here. And that covering, if because some people, you know, will, will veer and you can get on one side of the ditch or the other, but that covering is going to keep us from going outside the bo- outside the big box that you shouldn't go out of. Okay, so it's my job, one of my jobs. So I want to give I want to give that to you because there's there's freedom in those boundaries. So that as the Holy Spirit's starting to move and we have more of the manifestations pop up, um, you know, I will be watching for the big boundaries. Say, okay, Lord, do whatever you want to. But if somebody starts to veer off and say, again, to get into something that shouldn't be gotten into, I can come over and say, say gently, lovingly, because 1 Corinthians 13 comes between 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians 14. If you look at it, you can tell, you know, 1 Corinthians 13 is love. So I can gently, lovingly say, yeah, why, don't we, why don't we come back this direction a little bit? Let me, let me pull you back into the box, the big box, so that we can make sure and do things in love, in order, in structure, so that we can do it in a way that is God honoring, and that we all, um, that we're all able to float, <coughs> but float with um, with care and love. Okay, is that fair enough? So you, if I happen to have to come over to somebody and lovingly pull you back in, you're going to say he's doing his job, right? Good. Thank you. So, tongues and interpretation of tongues. Now, I, I told you there is, um, uh, it's kind of lumped together, all right? There is a personal, we're not going to talk about it as much this morning, but there is a, a personal prayer language that I believe is open to every believer, whoever wants it. D- does it mean, that it, you know, do you have to pray in tongues to be saved? No, I don't believe so. Now, in the New Testament, when the Holy Spirit fell, they looked at the obvious manifestations that they had were either tongues or prophecy. But you know what? I'm, I'm open to God giving whatever manifestation he wants. You know, I'm not God. I'm not going to get in his chair, and hopefully I won't make him mad, right? So I'm gonna, whatever he wants to do, but I believe there is, I believe there will be a manifestation when the Holy Spirit falls, okay? Um, but I believe if you want, this is one reason I think that for everyone, if you want to be able to speak in tongues, have that personal prayer language. Now, this is not necessarily the tongues interpretation of tongues again, or prophecy. If you want to prophesy, I, b- I believe it's open for any believer, anybody. You can, okay. And uh, I would encourage you. And Paul, even in First Corinthians fourteen, says to seek those gifts, right? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just read it. Pursue love. This is fourteen one. Yet desire earnestly, not just desire, but desire earnestly, the spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Okay, so let's we can you can earnestly desire these gifts. So I believe that everyone, if you want it, you can have that personal prayer language and speak in tongues in that way. Um, that I don't believe is necessarily the tongues and interpretation of tongues 
Now, what is tongues? If 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 everyone can have a prayer language, right? Uh, but not necessarily the tongues interpretation of tongues. Um, but before I go there, though, <coughs> uh, you know, I believe one thing that God is doing because this is this is a tough gift, um, and I'll, I'll, it's difficult uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, there's not a um, there's not a lot of reference for it in the Old Testament. You don't ever you don't really see this gift. I mean, you see people you see prophets come up. Right, you see uh, some sort of wisdom and some sort of revelation and some sort of knowledge. You s- there's miracles in the Old Testament. You know, people get healed. Maybe not as much, but they do. You know, there there are there are a major miracles. You know, with with Moses, right, walking through the Red Sea. Um, you know, you, you look at these uh, different gifts, um, and they're all there in the Old Testament. But you don't. They're not speaking in tongues and interpreting you know so it, it's it's difficult to to see this gift except in the little bit that we have in the new testament and um honestly when, when i when i get to heaven i'm going to sit down with paul and say could you have made it a little bit more clear uh, but i guess really god in his wisdom um made it so that we had to dig all right and had to just rely on the spirit a little bit more now, I do believe this. Um, remember in the book of Genesis, right? They all spoke the same language until when? The Tower of Babel. And God came and confused the languages so they would not have what? Unity, right? He said if they're, if, they're, if they're unified, they can do anything. They can build that tower all the way and make a name for themselves. So I'm going to confuse their languages so that they won't have as much unity. Now, I believe one reason we have in Acts 2, all of a sudden you have this, these, this unified language again. God brings a new tongue to say, you know what, I'm bringing unity back to my people. Okay, I believe that's one area that we see. And that's one reason God has, has if you will, created or resurrected this gift is is so that to illustrate the unity that he wants in his people so that we can accomplish not a tower for ourselves but we can accomplish everything for his kingdom and give him glory right so that's the ultimate purpose now tongues and interpretation um some people that will say that uh uh, tongues and interpretation equals prophecy. Um, I think that could be, um, but I think there's a little bit more to it. Um, Paul in First Corinthians 14 says this. If you want to look at it, it's First um, Corinthians 14, verse 20, and a few other verses. It says, Brethren, do not be, be children in your thinking, yet in evil be infants, but in your thinking... Excuse me, be mature. In the law it is written, by men of strange tongues and by the lips of strangers, I will speak to, the, to this people, and even so they will not listen to me, says the Lord. And that's from Isaiah. So then tongues are for a sign not to those who believe, but to unbelievers. But prophecy is for a sign not to unbelievers, but to those who believe. 
Therefore, if the whole church assembles together and all speak in tongues, and ungifted men or unbelievers enter, will they not say that you're mad? But if all prophesy and an unbeliever or an ungifted man enters, he is convicted by all and is called to account by all. The secrets of his heart are disclosed, so he will fall on his face and worship God, declaring that God is certainly among you. Okay, so who else besides me looked at that and went, doesn't that say exactly the opposite? Because <laughs> it seems to. And this is the, the passage I was saying that, you know, look, looking at commentators and they went, this is the most difficult few verses in all of Paul to try to work this out because it seems to say exactly the opposite of what he, he makes a declaration. So let me try to uh, unpack it just a little bit and I'll, I'll, I will say um, I'm not sure if I've got 100% clarity on it, but this is, this is how I believe that I uh, that I really understand this. First of all, the the um, Old Testament passage there is talking about the Assyrians coming in. Okay, um, so it's a warning, and God is giving to His people. So the people of of Israel at the time were um, uh, they were not doing the right thing, and so God gives them a warning and, and says, "Look, people of an of, of a different tongue, a different language, you're going to come in, and you're in trouble. So it was a warning sign. So the believers, if you will, people of Israel, the believers had become unbelievers. Did you get that? The believers had become unbelievers. Now, they should have known. They did know. They weren't doing the right thing. So God was saying, by, by this tongue, you guys who are supposed to be believers, it's going to be a warning sign for you. So, but then believers are encouraged by the prophetic. All right? And unbelievers who don't know, right, so I'm, I'm trying to make a distinction here. Believers that are acting like unbelievers, all right, versus unbelievers who have, have no reference point. Okay? So people who are unbelievers, they don't know anything about church. They don't know about God. Maybe they've heard about God, but they're not Christian. Okay? They are going to be convicted by the prophetic. They come in and automatically, you know, you, like, like this is what Paul says, they get their mail read. So this is everything that's going on in your life. This is what God wants to do. This is how God wants you to act. And all of a sudden, they, they look at themselves and go, there must be a God. Jesus did this, right? With the woman at the well. Everybody remember? She's a Samaritan right? and comes to Jesus. And Jesus says, call your husband. And she said, I don't have a husband. He said, you're right. You don't. You've had five. And the one that you're, you're, you're with right now isn't your husband. And she went, oh, you must be a prophet. And he says, um, he says, you're right. Now, and then she goes to the, remember, she goes to the town and starts saying, come and meet this guy who told me everything in my life. So she becomes an evangelist. 
it, it's amazing. Um, from what I understand, you know, the disciples come. She goes back to the town, and Jesus, and they they come and ask him, say, hey, um, "Don't you want some bread?" He said, "I've got bread. I got bread that you all don't know about." What he said? Look, don't you see the fields are white for harvest? Well, in my from what I understand is the Samaritans all wore white. And so it, it's very possible what was happening is he's looking out. He, she goes out and she starts bringing this crowd and he's looking saying, the fields are white for harvest. The harvest is coming in. Now, do you think the prophetic can be evangelistic? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I believe tongues and interpretation of tongues is very often a warning. It's often a warning. Um, it's... God shows, it's kind of this sign, you know, we talked about miracles, that it's um, where a miracle is a sign. You know, healing a lot of times does, doesn't appear as much of a sign. Hey, somebody got well, that's great. We should have that regularly. A s- uh, miracle is this major sign that God is kind of waving a banner at. That's kind of the tongues and interpretation of tongues. God shows up and he gives a sign. Tongues. Interpretation of tongues. Right? A lot, and it can be used evangelistically. Right? Thank you, Penny. One, one second. It can be used evangelistically. Um, for example, uh, Acts 2 is very evangelistic. Now, I will say this it, this may not be an instance where it is um, an exact tongues and interpretation of tongues. It looks like they're all speaking in tongues, but it says later, it says they all heard them in their own languages. You can't exactly tell whether they were actually speaking in those languages or they were gifts that given the g- gift of hearing. And, but they heard them in their own languages and they all of a sudden were convicted in their heart and said, look, what's going on here? And then Peter, Peter preaches, right? But he's, Peter preaches in a way that's, um, uh, you know, was the spoken tongue and brings them in. Yeah, Penny. Um, I'm sorry, you lost this part of the other. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. Let's see if we can bring back. Um, I have to say the part about um, when you reach out to my company and like you're looking for a prophetic, that section, when you're going into an Old Testament section, there's something about Isaiah. I hope you knew it. I don't quite understand what you're talking okay. about and what, how that relates to where you were at. Okay. Um, so I, in Isaiah, it says, uh, by men of strange tongues and by the lips of strangers, I will speak to this people. And even so, they will not listen to me. So the, the warning was that the Assyrians were coming. They, they were a, 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 a people of a strange tongue. Oh, in Isaiah? Oh, I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. I should. Um, I'll get it. I'll get it for you. But it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, First Corinthians fourteen twenty-one. Yep, and um, Assyrians. Yep. So, the the people of Israel were not behaving like they should have been. Well, I am running out of time. Oh my goodness! I didn't even see the clock. Um, they they were not they were not behaving as they as they should have been. So this is a warning. People are going to have a strange tongue are going to come in, and then you're still not going to listen to me. But it was for a, a sign that, hey, God had brought this people and you 
better listen. And so the, the tongues, interpretation of tongues, I think a, a lot, okay, I'm not going to say this, it has to be this way, but I think a lot of it is going to be a sign, God saying, hey, look, you better listen, action required. Listen up, action required. Okay? A little, um, did, did that help, Penny? Okay, good. Thank you for stopping and, and letting me know. I really appreciate that. Um, I remember the, the first time, um, the first time that I was in a service where this happened, I probably was, I had been in maybe seventh or eighth grade. We went to a, a, a church and um, uh, it was during worship and we kind of, you know, the song kind of came down a little bit and a, a lady um, spoke out um, in in a, a different language or in tongues. And I, I, and I did not know what was going on. I'd never been exposed to that. But my knees started knocking. I mean, I was sitting there just going, what is going on? I, I, I know God's here. What is going on? Um, because it was it was this kind of signpost, and I don't remember. You know, the interpretation came. I don't remember what that was, but the, it was like God waving a sign. I am here. Listen up. And it was much more than somebody just getting up and saying, "You know, I'm I'm encouraging you with this. God wants to know He loves you. God wants you to be be encouraged." It was it was this, you know, this sign saying. I am here, listen. Okay? And that's the reaction I think that we should have is, is you know, God shows up and all of a sudden, you know, this is kind of the sign waving, I'm here, listen up, and more than likely it's going to be action required. So, um, just a couple of other, I'm going to wind this up uh, really fast. Um, how I have experienced this, um, and if you, there's been times that I've, I've been praying along in the spirit. I've been praying in my, my own prayer language. And all of a sudden, it will switch. It's like be a switch to a different dialect. And it's like a totally different, totally, totally foreign. And I'll go, uh-oh, God wants to say something. And and then the, that interpretation will come. All right. So as we're as we're going forward, um, uh, for those who um, have experienced that personal prayer language, and, and maybe you're in worship, okay, and you're just you're just sitting there praying, and you and God will well up in you if that that prayer language changes to something to totally different. Watch that, because more than likely the Holy Spirit's saying, "Okay, you know what? It's time. You, you're supposed to be. You're supposed to get out in front and, and share this." But not necessarily. You may or may not have the interpretation, which is part of the cool thing, because what God can do a lot with this is um, combine different gifts. Not only is it um, the tongues interpretation, but someone um, may not have revelation or Wisdom that uh, some of those prophetic things, but they get the interpretation of the other person uh, with the gift. 
And so they may end up, you know, having the revelation, the wisdom, whatnot, come through the interpretation. So you're getting more people um, that are uh, being used by the Spirit and more gifts operating all at the same time, which is really a cool thing, which is, goes back to the unity aspect and that we're all hearing from the Lord. We're all, you know, being used by the, by the one Spirit of God right, to move forward in him. Okay? Um, so, again, this, is, this gift is something, you know, it could be, uh, it could be a, an actual language. I've, I've heard of that happening. Um, I haven't experienced that personally myself, but I've heard of that happening where somebody will be speaking in, uh, speaking in tongues and it's an actual language that comes out. And somebody that will know that language will say, how do you know that language? I don't know. I don't know. This is what you were saying. Really? Yeah. Could be an actual language. It could be um, just a, um, a language the Lord has put there and somebody else gets the interpretation, which is very, it's very much like you're getting a prophetic word, but it comes on the, on the heels of that um, tongue and interpretation of tongue um, let me finish with with this I, I, I sometime if the Lord lets me I'm going to go through 1 Corinthians 14 uh, very soon because there's a bunch of um, if you will the, the Corinthians were very ecstatic in their gifts um, they, they liked them a lot which is good it's a good thing and Paul is kind of saying this is what they are 1 Corinthians 13 is Work on those in love, right? Because if, if you're not work, doing, using the gifts in love, then you're in trouble. First Corinthians 14 is, okay, here's some parameters, all right, to put, to put on those gifts. So I'll probably get to First Corinthians 14 here in the next couple, three weeks if the Lord, um, if the Lord lets me get there. Um, So let me, in ver verse 27, if anyone speaks in a tongue, it should be by two or at the most three, and each in turn, and one must interpret. If there is no interpreter, he must keep silent in the church, and let him speak to himself and to God. Then for, uh, for the prophetic, let two or three prophets speak, and let the others pass judgment. But if a revelation is made to another who is seated, the first one must keep silent, for you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and all be exhorted. Uh, let me skip to the end. Um, verse 39. Therefore, my brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak in tongues. But all things must be done properly and in an orderly manner. Okay? So, um, we need to make sure everything is done properly and in order. So, it, you know, that's, but that's, you know, that's one of my jobs, you know, and Pastor Kevin and Steve would be, I know, will help with that. Um, but be, that's that's with us. So you all can feel free. And then as long as you know that if you all are getting out of order, we'll bring you back into order. Okay? But there's freedom in that. And I want that's what I want to impart to you is freedom. Freedom to, to, to experience, freedom to love, freedom to try. Okay? Because a lot of times in a lot of this... If you don't try it, you're not going to 
it's not going to happen. You need to just step out. Step out and give it a shot. Say, I don't know if this is God or not, but would you help me? Let me try this. Okay? And if it's not, we'll pull you back in. You know, it's like, like fishing. We'll, we'll reel you in. It's okay. But, um, but let's, let's do, number one, let's, let's uh, try these things. If, you, um, if you're praying and you all of a sudden feel that change in you and uh, you, you want to try um, uh, speaking in tongues, uh, you know, in tongues, interpretation of tongues, go for it. All right? If, if it's not right, I, you know, somebody will, you'll either get the interpretation, somebody, will, somebody else will, I'll give it, but God will, God will take care of it. All right? I want to encourage you, give it a shot. All right? And that's not license for everybody to just jump in. Okay? But if, the Holy, if you really feel the Holy Spirit's nudging you to, to, to speak out in that way, or prophetically, okay, I want to encourage you, give it a shot. If you, if you want to check it with somebody first, come up to me or come up to, to Steve or to Pastor Kevin and say, hey, look, I, this is what I'm feeling. Is this okay? And we'll either say, yeah, go for it. And we'll say, mm, hold, hold up just a minute. Can you, can you wait? Can you wait a few minutes on that? Okay. Or, you know, this isn't the time. Let's talk about it later. Maybe next week. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes, I agree. But, um, you know. Perfect what casts out fear? Love, right? And that's when that's what I'm really trying to encourage everyone here and, and saying, trying to say over and over, we're going to give grace to everybody. We're going to give love because if we are a group who loves one another, we can try. And if somebody if somebody falls flat on their face, it's okay. We we love each other, and we're going to love each other anyway, right? The important thing is. I, I believe personally, um, we, we tend a lot more to to not try, and to put God into a box of saying this is how you have to operate, Lord, or how, operate with me, than to give Him the freedom because a we're e- we're we're in fear one way or the other, we're in fear that we either will mess it up, or that well that's not God. God doesn't do that anymore. Okay, and that's that's another fear issue or a theo- theological issue that you. Are putting God in a box, so that's why I'm saying, look, I'll I'll, I'll make sure that we stay, keep it in the di- between the ditches, right? All right, so that gives you all the freedom to um to try, and we're gonna love each other through it. Yes, Steve. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. Any any other questions?
I love you guys. And I think everybody in here loves each each other, which I, is is awesome. Okay, so um, let's do as we as we move forward. I'm gonna I'm gonna bless you guys here in a moment. I'm gonna release these manifestations of the Spirit. Okay, because I, I think that he wants he wants to show up, right? And not that he's not here, but he wants to show up in a way that everybody can see. Okay, so um, I want you eight number one receive as I'm praying. Right, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to bless you. Receive all these things. All right. And then number two, realize um, that you're loved. You're loved. And just like Steve just said, nobody's going to think any less of you if you try. And it, you, you might try and go, boy, I stubbed my toe on that one. <laughs> and that's okay. All right. Gonna love, we're going to love you. And I'm, I'm much more excited about somebody trying and just getting out there and having to say, let's try a little bit something different than you not try at all. Okay? It's better to try. So, um, I'll, like I said, if, if we have to reel you in, we will. It's good. But in that, there's freedom. Okay? So you all be free. All right? Be free to worship God. Be free to try. Be free to uh, let the Holy Spirit just move through you however he might want to. And... Um, It'll be exciting. It'll be exciting for everybody. Amen? So let me pray. And if you would, just um, just ready your heart, okay, to receive these things from the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, thank you so much that um, your word says that you would not leave us alone, that you were going to send another comforter. Thank you, Jesus, that when you, were, when you were on the earth, you said it's better that I go to the Father because if I don't go to the Father, the Holy Spirit's not going to come. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You are a welcome and invited guest. Please come. Bring everything you are with you. Come and be yourself. Every time we get together, come and be yourself, please. We don't want to put you in any boxes. We don't want to say this is how you have to operate or you can do or can't do uh, anything while you're with us. Just come and be who you are and use us however you want to use us. So right now, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would go and as, as, as even was in uh, Acts 2, that you rested upon each person. And you cause them to, to speak in tongues um, and to, to be filled with the Spirit, to be baptized in the Spirit. Lord, I ask that you would do exactly that with each person here, those who are listening online this morning, that you would come and that you would fill us and use these clay vessels. Fill this clay vessel with that holy water. And shape this vessel into whatever you want. Let it be. Let the water be poured out on whoever you want, Lord. And and we just ask that you would come and and do what what you want. Be yourself, Lord. I ask that you impart to each person here all the different motivational gifts. Those who uh, are, are needing a recharge or needing um, 
to grasp hold of, of these gifts, Lord. I pray that they'll grasp them, Lord, and for all of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we, we'd like to see you in every aspect. We don't want to just know you as the Holy Spirit who um, loves or just as the Holy Spirit who teaches or just as the Holy Spirit who gives revelation. We want to know you in every aspect that you are. All the way from faith to tongues and interpretation of tongues to miracles and and to uh, prophecy and, and all the revelation gifts and all the power gifts, all the spoken gifts. We want to know you inside and out every way that is possible. So come and grace us with your presence. And Lord, we, will, we are committed to giving you all the glory. As you come, Holy Spirit, we know that you just turn all the praise back to Jesus. We ask that you would do that. So Lord, I impart these gifts now to each person. You said that to earnestly desire them. So Lord, I ask every person in here who is desiring any of these manifestation gifts, Lord, give it to them right now. Thank you that they've received them. Lord, we'll give you all the glory and praise. Lord, I bless each person. Lord, as they go, Lord, let them be blessed in their coming and their going. Let them be blessed in their family and at work. Lord, let them be uh, healed and well. Lord, provide for them in every way. Lord, whether that's financial provision or provision in their um, their uh, relationships, provision in their work, provision uh, for um, every need that they have, emotional, physical, financial, Spiritual, Lord, meet every need, I pray. Lord, I also pray for your protection. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen.